Welcome to Close It Now, an HVAC sales training podcast with Sam Wakefield. Here, we'll build your reputation in residential HVAC sales to be the expert influencer in your market. You'll get insight into the top minds in the industry as they share their skills and hacks to help you on your journey. This podcast isn't just about selling more. It's about understanding your customers' needs and building efficiencies behind the scenes so you can sell more but work less while being top of mind when people think HVAC. Now, let's get started with your host of the Close It Now podcast. This is Sam Wakefield. Let's start this episode with a dad joke. <laughs> so why does the chicken coop only have two doors? Because if it had four doors, it would be a chicken sedan. But don't shh. All right. So let's get into this today. I am so excited to be with you in Drive Time University. And I hope that your day is going fantastic. If it's not, it's going to from this moment forward. So Sam Wakefield here. It is uh, so such a blessing to me to get to come to you every single week, at least once a week. If you're in my Facebook group, it's every single day. And get to just share life with you, basically, is what we're doing. I am planting the flag of the new way the industry needs to do sales. This is, I'm tired of the same things over and over. Anything that has been done the same way, for over 50 years is ripe for revolution and that is what's happening in our industry in our country things are changing the there's a lot of noise there's a lot of junk out there about oh the industry is going through all of this Every, people are seeing a thousand quotes and you know they're getting a million estimates and the call volume is down so what so what if you are truly focused on the finish line. Remember, winners focus on the goal line and on the finish line. Losers look at winners. Don't worry about what is going on in the it, like all around you. It doesn't matter if these big over like over gluttonous companies are laying people off. Who cares? Right? We as top performers, it doesn't matter what's going on around us because our mindset is a positive goal-oriented mindset. We set personal standards that we do not compromise on. That means our work ethic goes beyond everyone else's. I will outwork you is my philosophy and my mindset. That doesn't mean I'm going to work my face off and you never see me. What I'm talking about is work smarter, work more efficient, and be competitive, right? My idea of good competition is their doors are closed because we exist. So the homeowners should use us that are in our, our service area. They should use us and no one else because we exist. That is the mindset that we have to have. We, we, the mindset we have to have when we walk into that home is this is going to be the most incredible day of this homeowner's life that they've ever had. They've never met someone as awesome as I am. They've never seen a project that's going to solve their problems so clearly. They're going to be so excited about it. They're going to be high-fiving and hugging and crying at the end that someone finally listened and heard them, and not just listened, but heard them to the degree 
that they have so much certainty that we're going to solve their problems. And they will say things like, thank you. I'm so, it doesn't matter how many, how many other estimates I have had. You're finally the company that I know will solve these problems. And I'm so happy we met today. And, and that's 100% what happens when we go out into the homes and talk to people and serve them with truly with the heart of service and caring and empathy. And so we're changing the way the industry is. We're raising the standard back up. You know, the heating and air industry for a lot, a lot of years had a great reputation. But over the last two or three decades, it's gotten such a black eye from all of these companies out there strictly out there to raise prices higher and higher and higher. Now, I'm all about being having a great price. Don't get me wrong. But companies that were strictly after the numbers with no regard for the homeowners, that and that were doing all kind of crazy, creepy, slimy, gross sales tactics, bait and switch models, all these things to take advantage of homeowners. I'm tired of it. Let's put a stop to it. Raise your hand if you're joining the Close It Now revolution that's changing the way we do business to serve with honesty and integrity and do things the right way. And when we do that, like Zig Ziglar says, we help enough people get what they want, we can have anything we want. So it is time to become the not just a top performer in numbers, but a top person in all areas of your life. Are you ready to take a step to the next level to become something different? To get the results you've never gotten, you have to be start doing things you've never done. That means you have to grow your mindset. There's six areas that we're going to talk about today. Uh, so I had plans for a different episode, but that's where this one is going. The energy hit me, and we are going to talk about this today. There's six areas of our life that we have to become um, become next level, right? If you want to get next level results, if you want the uh, tomahawk steak, prime rib, uh, filet mignon uh, diet, you cannot put in a happy meal work ethic, right? You have to, have to work on all the different elements of your life. So that is what we're going to talk about today in this episode. And I'm bringing the fire today. One of those changes that personally I made in my life, and this is zero, uh, casting no shade on anyone who, uh, who drinks, who drinks alcohol, but personally in my life, I realized that in my 30s, I destroyed my liver because I drank a lot. And this year, so I am personally 43 this year, and I made a choice, and I've kind of played around most of it throughout the year to become sober had a few drinks here and there, you know, and every single time I do, I just feel gross the next day. So I made a decision to go sober. So what that means is I have been on a journey through, that's why we do the what's in your cup portion of the show. And today, actually, I've been on a root beer journey lately. So the what's in your cup today is brought to you by a bitta. It's uh, if you don't know this, all the different breweries or most a lot of the main beer breweries also have a root beer that they make a lot of times. So I've been on a journey to go through back through the different breweries that I like their beer from, 
and just to see what the root beer is like because every single one is different. It's so intriguing. So today's What's in Your Cup is a bit of root beer uh, made with real Louisiana cane sugar. And I have to tell you, it is delicious. This one is um, caffeine-free. Um, which is fine because earlier I had some of the Death Wish coffee and that stuff is fire when it comes to uh, caffeine. But um, yeah, so I like the Abita root beer. If you know of a really amazing root beer, um, I would love to know what it is. Message me, Sam at closeitnow.net and uh, let me know about the root beer because uh, root beer or coffee, either one, I am getting into root beer. So let's take a drink of whatever's in your cup. I'm going to have a a sip of this, a bit of root beer, and we're going to dive into how to become that next level person. All right. So how do we be that person? One, let's talk first about, uh, before we get into the different categories, let's talk about the difference in goal setting and personal standards. Because I used to be all about goal setting and really writing down your goals, which you have to do. Did you know that like, I think the numbers are 3% of the world actually writes down their goals, like physically pen and paper, write your goals down. Did you also know that like 90% of the world's wealth is owned by 3% of the population? I feel like there's a direct correlation there. I have no proof of this. However, I've never met a highly successful person who did not write down their goals. So it only makes sense to me of that is a huge, it's not the thing, but it's a huge element to how people stay focused on exactly where they're going. If you don't know where you're going, any road will get you there. So we have to write down our goals. So Drive Time University, don't be writing while you're driving. But, you know, when I was in the, when, like, all the time, even now, but when I was in the field, I kept a notebook and notepad beside me when I had ideas, when I saw something. I I mean, I was writing down people's names and numbers all the time, all the different, I wanted to connect to people. So every time I drove down a street and I saw a realtor sign with their picture and the phone number, I wrote it down. I'd call them. Hey, do you have an HVAC person that you recommend, that you refer to? I'm local in the neighborhood just like you. I'd love to grow my business. Um, I can recommend you. You refer me. Do you have a networking group that I could visit? Are you in one? You could come visit mine, right? So always be active. Always be proactive in what you're doing. There's a little nugget for you, but so do that. That's highly valuable. But so always be working on growing yourself. So the difference with goal setting versus personal standards, it changes really what the goals become. Instead of being a goal line, when you decide that I'm, you know what, I am worth it, I believe in myself enough that I'm going to set a personal standard that I choose never to compromise on. And this will take some, it'll take a little bit of time. It'll take really sitting with yourself and discovering what your own core values are. When you, when you figure out what your core values are, that's when you can start to set personal standards around those core values. So for example, a core value of mine is family first. So I've set some core values and some personal standards around. And a good example is um, when I'm choosing family first, that means I will put down or 
uh, turn off other things to prioritize my family. For example, I'm sure you've heard at this point, I'm going to be speaking at the Profit Rocket Growth Summit in Austin, Texas, September 27, 28, 29. Now, that's also the day that I'm speaking, my daughter's very first choir concert She's 12. It's her very first choir concert that she will ever have the day that I'm speaking. Thankfully, the timing works out where we get done for the day. I'm going to buzz out, miss the reception event in the evening because it is my personal standard not to miss my family's things without an incredibly uh, really good reason. So... I'm buzzing out and I'm going to spend time with my daughter because I value my family time. That's a personal standard of mine. And so I work my, I build my day and work my actions surrounding that. So some other personal standards, so they fall into the different categories, right? So when we start setting personal standards, you choose not to compromise on those standards. Uh, So we're going to go through each of the six categories that build your life. It's the, basically the wheel of life the wheel of a salesman, right? In order to be a top performer, you have to be constantly working on all six of these elements in your life. If you're not and you end up getting lopsided, what happens is it affects everything else. So I, I've been listening to a lot of um, of Andy Elliott lately. I mean, he, he's, he's hardcore. Raise your hand if you've heard of Andy Elliott. But one of the things he talks about, of course, is you have to get your physical shape in line first. So physical family business, right? Uh, But, and I totally agree with that. You know, I've been in a massive health journey. I'm down like, you know, 40, 50 pounds from where I was at one point. And the minute I started improving my fitness, my sales numbers went up. The minute I started improving my nutrition, my sales numbers start going up. The minute you start improving your relationships at home, your sales number goes up. The minute you start improving your spiritual practice, your sales number goes up. The minute you start improving your personal growth practice, your sales number goes up. You know, so it's not just about sales skills. It's just not, not just about listening to this podcast and saying, okay, cool, I listened to the episode on how to destroy the three bids objection or how to handle the I'm the first in the house objection or how to handle the one leg objection, right? It's not just about how to present equipment and have the right conversation with the homeowner. It's all of these other elements to our life that determine exactly who we are, how we show up, the energy we show up in. Because you've heard me say this before, and if you haven't, here's a great reminder. Here it is for the first time. Your energy will introduce yourself before you ever knock on the door. So what does that mean? That means who you are, who you're showing up as, that sovereign individual showing up at that homeowner's house is directly related to all of the other elements of your life. You cannot turn part of your life off or not pay attention to it and expect it to not affect other elements to your life. If you've got one flat on your car, you're not going very far because you're going to, uh, you're going to know it, right? They all have to be working together. So sales, what sales is not, sales is not 
the performance of an hour. Cells is the overflow of a life. And as your life overflows into these, it, the homeowner's lives, the people that you're directly connecting to every single day, as your life overflows into their life, that sales is just the transfer of enthusiasm. That's what Brian Tracy says. Sales is the transfer of enthusiasm. And if we can um, share our enthusiasm about what it is, what not only what we do, but how we're able to help people, how we're able to actually change lives by what we do, and they can feel that enthusiasm and that certainty, the sale will be made. You don't have to have the exact wording to handle this specific objection because you just stop getting objections to start with. So it's it's so much more about the complete person than it is anything else. That's why people that don't know anything about a specific industry or topic or product, but they are incredible people, can step into a brand speaking new industry and instantly be top of the charts and line leaders and breaking records. And they will tell you, I don't know anything about this, but people connect to them and can relate to them. And the conversation happens because they're great listeners. They've developed themselves on a personal level to the point that it doesn't matter what industry they're in, they're going to be a top performer because of the level of the person they become. That's why we say work to become someone worth buying from. That's what this means. So with that being said, let's go through the exercise that's going to help you self-analyze each of these elements of your life and help you get to that next level. So the exercise sounds like this. It's draw yourself a wheel on a piece of paper. Or if you don't want to do the visual, you can just label these six categories. One is your sales skills. So take a, pe- take a piece of paper and do this right now. Write down sales skills. Write down personal growth. Write down relationships. Write down spiritual practice. Write down nutrition. And write down fitness. Okay? Now what you're going to do is you've got to be so flippin' honest with yourself, pull all of, I know we're salespeople, we love to spin things, so it sounds better than it actually is. Um, the time to do that is over. We are, be, this is 2023, we are past that. The salesperson of now is brutally honest with the exact results or the exact reality. It's called as-ising it, right? We have to as-is the situation. This is exactly as it is, and I'm going to speak the truth. I'm going to um, I'm going to ask the hard questions. We're going to ask the direct questions. We're going to talk about the elephant in the room. We're going to ask the obvious questions that's getting cut straight to the heart of what's going on. The time of for salespeople to do the dog and pony show and all of this stuff is over. That time is over. People who talk about doing the dog and pony show are stuck in the past. So we've got to start being so much more direct, uh, gracefully, of course. If you listen to this podcast, you know it's gracefully and it's done appropriately with psychology and with all the things. But it's time to ask the obvious questions. Stop fluffing all this up to make somebody feel that and overpromise and underdeliver is what's happened for too many years. And it's time to stop that. I'm done with that shit. Let's move past that. Let's become real freaking people. Stop being weird and start selling. So, starts with ourself. I have to be 
I have to sell myself first on myself, right? So when we're doing this, go through this list. Number one is sales skills. Rate yourself one to 10 where you think you are. And if you don't know what a 10 is, visualize someone who is that 10 in your mind and rate yourself compared to them. This is not a, a competition. It's a comparison of what in your mind like perfection looks like, right? So sales skills is number one. Number two, personal growth. Am I, and you're telling yourself this, am I doing the things I know I need to do to grow as a person? Am I listening to podcasts? Am I listening to Drive Time University? Am I listening to books? Am I listening to, am I watching TED Talks? Do I actually read books also? Am I going to courses? Do I buy online courses? Am I learning about all of the things I need to to grow as a person, as a business person, as an entrepreneur? Am I learning about emotional things, emotional maturity? Am I learning about relationships, all of the different things? Am I learning how to be a better parent, how to be a better partner, how to be a better, uh, just every, all those different elements, right? Are you constantly growing? That's personal growth. Rate yourself. Are you doing the things it takes to get there? right? Scale of one to 10. So we got sales skills, personal growth. Let's do uh, the next one, spiritual practice. Everyone has a spiritual practice. If that, if you're a, you know, Protestant or Catholic and you're, you know, that is your church. If it's your reading, um, you know, whatever your religious scripture is, if it's the Bible, if it's the Quran, uh, if the Torah, whatever your religious book is, perfect. If you're not religious, you're just spiritual. Awesome. Even an atheist has a spiritual practice. Your spiritual practice can be just mindset and awareness. Um, meditation is massive. Mind, just strictly mindfulness is a spiritual practice. So don't let this part of the conversation uh, don't don't be opposed to it and think it just falls into a category of religion because it doesn't. Everyone has a spiritual practice. Even if your practice within your religion, there's also an element of mindfulness and all of that as well. So that rate yourself on what you know is a core value you should be doing for you. Rate yourself on one to 10. Am I doing those things? Right? So that's the third one. Uh, so we've got sales skills, we've got relationships, uh, we've got our personal growth, we've got uh, spiritual practice. Let's do relationships next. Relationships are how is my relationship with my partner? How's my relationship with my children, with my parents, with my brothers, my sisters, my coworkers? How are my relationships in my life that are the core relationships that I have? Scale of one to 10, how healthy are they? How healthy is my communication with those people? Do I need to learn how to be a better communicator? If you're someone who has the mindset of, well, that's just the way I am. They need to learn to communicate the way that I communicate. I'm here to tell you in all love, you are wrong. You have to learn to do better. We have to do better. We have to learn to communicate better with everyone around us. Does that mean, you know, we're going to become someone different? No, but it does mean we have to learn how to be better at communicating in a way that we're understood, in a way that we don't come across how we don't want to come across, right? Uh, 
So how are your relationships? How is your communication? Are you constantly learning how to be a better in your relationships? The next one, so scale of one to 10. The next one is nutrition. Are you cruising through fast food or are you taking the time and the investment to feed yourself proper fuel? Your body is a machine. Are you putting in great fuel for it or are you putting in trash? Because you do become what you eat. I don't for a second want to hear a single one of you talk about the results you're not getting because you're not putting the right fuel in your body. You cannot function at the level that we need to function as a top performer at being the top people in the industry. I want you to be the top 1% in our industry. You cannot do that if you're eating off the dollar menu. It does not happen a single time to any successful person you've ever met. You will not meet a millionaire who doesn't have at least some semblance of a nutrition practice that they follow. This, we're not talking about a diet. We're talking about personal standards that you won't compromise on. Personally for me, like McDonald's is not even on my radar. It's never a suggestion. Just an example, nothing against McDonald's, but it's not the fuel I need for my body, right? So you have to set up a, a series of personal standards that you don't compromise on. So rate your nutrition one to 10. The next one is fitness. This, not everyone has to be a bodybuilder. What I'm saying is, what are you doing for fitness? Everyone does have to move their bodies. You do have to get physical exercise. Are you doing what you know you should be doing? Or are you, are you, are, are you just pussing out on it, right? Are you just being a sissy and not taking the steps and not doing the things you should be doing? That is the difference between top performers and everyone else. We know the things we should be doing. Are we doing it? And when we don't, we're compromising our standards and saying, you know what? I don't think that I'm worth it. So it goes back to mindset. We have to believe we are that person. So with every single one of these categories, like I said, think about, and it could be somebody different for each category if you need to. Model someone visualize the person that is a level 10 in fitness that you want to be like what are their daily habits like right so we're going to rate ourselves in relation to that person as a 10 where are we on the scale from 1 to 10 now the next step of this exercise is go back through every single category and write down one to two things that you can do in what habits does that level 10 person have? Write down one to two of those habits that you can immediately implement every single day. And if I adopt the habits of a level 10 person, well, look at that. I start to get the same results of a level 10 person. And as those one or two habits become my habits and I don't have to think about them anymore, okay, what's the next habit I can adopt? And the next habit I can adopt. If I need to go from a three level three to a level four, what is one habit I can adopt from that person who's a level 10, something that they do consistently and they're getting the results that I want, what can I adopt into my life to start getting those results? And as I move from say level three to level four, okay, great, I've got this habit down. It's my habit now. So now I'm a level four person. What do I need to do to get to a level five in this area? What is one more habit that that level 10 person has that I can adopt? Something I'm not doing now, 
and then you implement that into your life. And so now your level four went to a level five. Okay, great. Now I've got two habits that I've implemented from that level person, level 10 person. I'm starting to get those results. And I'm here to tell you the cool part about this is the more you do and the more you adopt, your mindset shifts along with it because it's not about I'm doing things that are not me because as you implement a habit at a time into your life, it becomes your own habit. So now your mindset is, this is who I am and it's what I do. This is my new, this is my standard now. I won't compromise in it. I compromise it. I'm not going to go backwards. This is who I am. So what is the next habit I can adopt to become that next level of my, of myself? We're not trying to be that level 10 person. We're trying to be the best version of ourself that we can be. So that is how you make incremental changes consistently over time that's going to dramatically change the trajectory of where your life is headed. So when we say work to become someone worth buying from, this is the exercise. This is the exercise that you go through daily, right? So it is not hard. It doesn't take a long time. Literally takes five minutes at the end of the day. Look at your schedule for the next day. Prioritize your categories, the things you're doing according to your core values, outline your day, and then as you do those things, celebrate it. Say, this is the habit that I have. This is my habit now. I am success. Your affirmations, we, we, let's talk some, about some affirmations right now. Start your day with personal affirmations. Your affirmations have to be I am statements. They're in present tense, and you're telling, you're literally programming your mind and your body that this is who I am. So when you start the day, if you don't feel like it, who cares? Do it anyway. If you've got a cold, who cares? Do it anyway. If the day starts off bad, who cares? Do it anyway. If the day's like turned sideways and something happens, you got to go put out fires at the at the shop or whatever, who cares? Do this anyway and you will change the trajectory of your entire life because for things to get better, I have to get better. For things to change, I have to change. And when you adopt that philosophy in your life, you will start to see changes in the results of your life. So the I am statements, write these down, put them in your sun visor, put them in your mirror when you're brushing your teeth, put them on the wall when you're taking a shit, you're reading these affirmations out loud. I am successful. I am a champion. Everyone I meet wants to do business with me, right? These are the affirmations. I have the best clients. I only get the best leads. All of my homeowners are approved for financing. Every single one of my homeowners refers me to a friend and family so I can help them too. Every single person I meet wants to do business with me. Only if your business, especially if you're a business owner or manager, only the best people want to join my company. Only the best people work for me. Only the best people want to work for me. People call me from all over the country to find out how they can come work with me, how they can come work for me. Start your affirmations. I am a champion. I am a winner. Every single thing I touch turns to gold, right? Those are your daily affirmations. If you've been listening to the podcast lately, the more champions that I get the chance and the, the blessing to interview, the more this theme has been coming up over 
and over and over again because this is what successful people do. So start this as one of your habits. You will never find a highly successful person that doesn't talk to themselves. You know, people ask me all the time, uh, what, you know, how do you, what about the words to this? How do we sell this? How the words to handle this objection? The word, the most important words you can say that, that you can learn. They're the words that you talk to yourself. They're the words in your own head in between the appointments. There's the words you tell yourself in the morning when you get up and in the morning when you go to sleep at night when you go to sleep, when you stop for lunch, they're the words you're telling yourself. Right, right before the five minutes or seven, I always set a timer for. So here was here's my day. Right, every single appointment I would go into, I would pull over on the street and I set a timer for seven minutes, and I would sit in silence for seven minutes and literally just visualize, this homeowner is about to have the best experience of their life. This homeowner has never met anyone like me, and they're going to love me. This homeowner, the the whoever is in this house is going to have the their eyes opened the best experience of their life this is going to be the most incredible uh, appointment we're going to solve their problems and it's going to be the biggest sell of the day every single appointment i visualize this will be the biggest sell of the day the month the year we are going to help these people right that's the visualization 7 minutes and i would sit no radio seven minutes of silence visualization sometimes talk to myself out loud you have to say this stuff out loud you have to tell yourself out loud because you're programming your brain that this is who i am and when you can get into a habit of this success remember success happens at the speed of implementation implementation so when you get into a habit of doing these things analyzing your life really holding yourself and take radical responsibility for every single element of your life, every single element on that wheel. When you take radical responsibility, if things go wrong, I own it. If things go right, I own it. And that is when life dramatically changes because you're not a tree. You can move, you can change things. And we change things by habits. A life is strictly just a collection of habits we do over and over consistently. So change your habits to change your life. And that is my message for today. I'm freaking stoked about this episode. I'm fired up. And I hope you got some value from this. This is literally how you change the trajectory of your entire life. You can change your whole family tree. Choose to become the first millionaire in your family. Choose to be that person that creates a legacy for your family Teach your kids and your grandkids habits that will change the trajectories of their life. But don't only teach them the habits, model the habits for them, which will completely change the way they, their life goes. Because if they see you as their superhero, they see you as modeling exactly what they need to do in their life. You're modeling how your relationship should look like. You're modeling how your wealth should look like, how your health should look like, they will adopt those habits and they're not going to have negative habits because they've seen you do it. So do it for others. You don't know this, but someone right now is looking up to you. It doesn't matter who you are. Someone right now is looking up to you as their role model. So take that full responsibility and model the, model the success for them. 
and they will do the same. So that's my episode today. <sighs> Spit and fire. Um, so that's where we're headed. We are creating the Close It Now brotherhood, sisterhood. We're creating the Close It Now community that is the next level person. I'm tired of our industry being full of deadbeats who are lazy, who are not living life with purpose and with intention and who are doing things half-assed and expecting whole-ass results, right? You cannot do things half-assed and expect whole-ass results. So let's get, let's do better. As, as my friend, uh, my friend Mitch uh, with, um, he's Mitch Smedley with, uh, he, he runs the Trade Wins group. Uh, he says, we've got to do better. He, all the time he says, do better. That's what I'm telling us to do. I'm pointing fingers at myself first, so don't think I'm just preaching to you without living this. If you watch my Facebook, you will see and are seeing I'm completely redesigning my life as well. I'm tired of being at the level I'm at. I'm ready to go to the next level. Come with me. Let's go to the next level together. And as we do this, we're going to completely change the face of our industry. HVAC as we know it will not look the same a year from now, two years from now. We are innovating. We're completely disrupting this industry right now with this, this close it now movement that we have. And I'm here to preach it from the rooftops that I'm tired of the culture that has been in our industry for too long. It is time to raise those standards. Raise your hand, pop me a message, uh, tell me that's me. I want to raise the standards with you. Let's do this together. So everyone go save the world. One heat stroke at a time, one frostbite at a time. Let's go change some lives. Thanks for listening to Close It Now with Sam Wakefield. Subscribe to the podcast now so you're first to hear new episodes jam-packed with actionable tools and tips to make you the top HVAC professional in your market. If you have friends and colleagues who would like this show, share it with them and send them to our Facebook community for more in-depth discussion about the challenges we all face and how to overcome them on the Close It Now podcast.